Ooh, okay. Oh. Okay, so <laughs> I'll, I'll add some spice to it. I'll add some backstory. Okay. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. Woo-hoo. We are back. It's a new year. New us. Same us. Same us. Same <laughs> us. Same Adele and Jess. How are your holidays? Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, every time I come back from holidays, I'm like, and it's always Christmas. And I love Christmas. I love the holidays. I love any holiday except Halloween. That's like hard pass. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. It's a gateway to, to the, the, the big main event, which is the holiday. Remembrance day. Okay. <laughs> you have to keep that in there. Uh, oh. The build up way more than the actual. Yes. Yes. Event. You love, you love the magic of Christmas, not the actual things that we have yeah, to do. And now I'm like, it's I'm so exhausted and it's not just because I'm eight months pregnant. I'm just like, I need a vacation from the vacation and like, I'm so out touched by family, like love them. But like, when's the next, when's the next family gathering? Easter. Easter. Okay. Hmm. Family day, but that's kind of a joke. No, we don't do that. We don't celebrate that. That's just another day off. Baby's like, yeah, we don't do that. We do now. (laughs) There's another one where you're like, really? That's a lot of days for a lot of family. Yeah. And it's so early this year. Okay. So anyways, if anybody else feels out touched by family, we. I want to talk about resolutions for a second because I think there's, I don't really do resolutions like I do internally, but I think I'm starting this year with intentions. Okay. How I intend. Can you share? Yes. Do you have a word of the year? Because that was one of my questions. Because I, I, I always don't, have oh, a word of the year. But maybe I will by the end of this. Okay. Tell. Um, so instead of being like, this is what I'm going to do health-wise. And this is what I'm going to do time-wise. And I'm going to apply myself X, Y, and Z. I feel like I'm setting intentions to, I think three of them. I'm just saying that number because I don't have them listed. To spend time with people that feel like sunshine. I love that. I thought you might. Um <laughs> um those are the people that like fill my cup without even trying um and I think that that's a post-covid thing too I don't have very many people in my life that don't do that but I also feel like setting some healthy boundaries and only spending time with people who like fill it up Mm -hmm. is a really big one absolutely and then doing more things for me so I think there's a lot of things on my list that are like um oh like you need to sign up for that yoga class and I'm trying not to be like hey go to yoga three times a week it's just like choosing yourself when you have the opportunity to instead of being like no 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 I I I shouldn't do that I should do this yeah um and I'm sure I have a third one but I love that mm -hmm. that's good intentions not resolutions I love that so maybe my word of the year is intention yeah I love that if I come up with a better one I'll let you know no I love that I think like I love intention intentional intentional with your time with your people Mm -hmm. with yourself with your work I like that okay good I like this this is good I might steal it (laughs) (laughs) that's good no my word of the year is going to be trust I think Mm -hmm. oh a lot of trust issues that's a good word for you (laughs) but like I think it's like not like trusting other people although I do need to work on that but like trusting myself that I know what's going to be best and like trusting that I can do things that's and, a great word yeah. as you become a mom 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's also goes to the bride too. Like you can read everything all the time about what you should do and what's cringy now and what, how mm-hmm. you should do your photos and blah, blah, blah. Who should be on your guest list. Yeah. What, yeah. Just, just trust that you and your partner are going to create the event that reflects you guys. Yeah. And that works for you. I love that. Okay. Um, with all these holiday engagements, Dun-da-da-da. congratulations, everyone. Yes. Woo! We're actually so pumped for you. I yeah. think, uh, it's crazy. I was, reading this article um and i shared it like with our direction team in a meeting because we were like talking about sales numbers and we're like you know like yeah last year was a great year but like we're like expecting like we want to always be doing better Mm -hmm. and we were like talking about like what is like because we found last year that it took more appointments for people to say Mm -hmm. yes and there were i think it was like something crazy like there was less 2024 brides than there was 20 since like 20 yeah the numbers are kind of crazy or but or something like something to to give you guys perspective it's like in 2022 you're shopping as a 2023 bride so this past year we had like a thousand less 2024 brides yeah because people aren't getting married in 2024 yeah apparently. and so that's what this article was it was like this article from forbes about talking to an engagement ring company and they were talking about mm-hmm. how their sales were down because 2024 for some reason like there weren't as many engagements in 2023 so their sales in 2023 were down mm-hmm. because people weren't getting engaged which then ripple effects into weddings mm-hmm. and I've talked to some vendors where they're like yeah our bookings for 2024 are down but 2025 is almost like fully booked mm-hmm. and that's kind of like what we're on the precipice of I think because yeah we saw a lot of keener 2025 brides and sold to a lot of like mm-hmm. early 2025 brides yeah and we always get that we get the rush of keeners because yeah. they want to get it out of the way we love keeners we love keeners I'm a keener, yes so. um but I think that that also goes to show like there are some people who got engaged in 2023 who are waiting till 2025 because of funding yep, yep. because of availability because of all sorts of things and it's just like it's just like a, it's a rebuilding year maybe for like, I, I, who was I talking to? Someone else, like another ring engagement thing where they're just like, yeah, it's like, we aren't making as many engagement rings. And you're yeah. like, why? It's like, well, because pe- some people are still engaged from COVID. Exactly. Well, like, that's the thing, right? Like people met in COVID, they dated, got engaged maybe at the end of COVID and we're like, okay, we're going to have like a long engagement. I think the average engagement now is a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to be two. Yeah. So with all these newly engaged people, our bookings are are going very, very quickly. So Mm -hmm. if people are looking to book, please do, especially if you are a 2024 bride still looking. But to the newly... Also, if you have a priority date, definitely book. Yes. If you need like this Saturday in February because your mom's going to be in town, like definitely book ahead. Do it like do it in advance. Set yourself together. Like even if it again in February, January is wild because there's a lot of we see you 2024 summer girls that are that are rushing in to either get something off the rack or pay those big rush fees. And here you are. So yeah, you want priority date for your 2025. You need to just set that aside. So what would you tell like newly engaged like just got engaged Christmas morning uh what would you say to those girls yeah what are the top three things they need to know about wedding dress shopping like obviously timeline yeah so I would say go and book your venue first because I would say that's the first thing you should do because um lots of girls will like 
storm the gates right now and they have a hard time imagining themselves at the top of the aisle when yeah. they're dress shopping. So, um, and it changes like because they don't have a venue. You're yeah. Saying? Okay. So it's like That's fair. So if you if you got married where like I did, where it was really really squishy, yeah, <laughs> small space, I would never wear a ball gown. And if you're going back and forth between something with like an insane train or this and that, there are some things that you're like, shit, maybe I don't want to walk down a bazillion stairs in this. Or maybe I don't want, or maybe this is like, maybe this is too revealing for the church, X, Y, and Z. So figure out where, and that goes with the when too, like your venue is going to tell you what's available. That really helps, I think, with the process of finding your dress because it's not, we don't ever tell girls like, oh, you're going to marry to Mexico, you have to wear chiffon, but it does help you imagine. Like we're going to put you in whatever you want. You want to wear, you want to wear a Mikado on the beach? Sure. Tons of girls have done it. Sign me up. Do it. I don't care. But you have to consider those things and it gives you like, it gives you almost unease when you're like, well, I don't really know where we're getting married. So. Yeah, that's true. Okay. That's a good one. And then, so you book your venue and then that's usually the way that it does go. Like when we've, when it's, and to your point there, the times where people don't have venues, they definitely like we're not just making that up that's like definitely like they're a bit more wishy-washy about like would this fit the vibe oh well if i book it if we go with that venue it'll be summer this dress yeah Yeah. timeline on on shopping though too so like if you're if you just got engaged christmas 2023 and you're looking for 2024 venue and wedding like that's pretty crazy yeah Um, but i think that's still doable yeah i think you have to decide how fast and furious you want to do this process like that was a big one for me because I was like I don't want to be I don't want to wait for the next summer which would have been a year and a half I was like let's go within a year then I have to make decisions a little bit quicker and it's just like bing bang boom do you feel like that it's fair to say that the quicker you do it the more expensive it probably is I think depending on your vision like okay. I definitely like yep. if you are going to go true. with the flow for everything and be like, well, that's not available, scratch it or, you know, this and that. Like I'd say if you are really, really easygoing and your vision is kind of coming together as you plan, mm-hmm. I think you can definitely do a shorter timeline kind of like because if it was what did I talk to? I talked to one of these girls. I did an appointment with some girl and she was just like things are just coming together and that's not who I am or you. No. And so she's like, we decided we want to get married in June because I don't know, Joe Blow is the only time he can come from Australia. And so we want Joe Blow to be there. And so we're going to get married in June and it's January. I'm doing this appointment or something. And she's like, just show me everything that I can have off the rack or show me everything I can have in time for June. And she just picked from that. Like you have to lower your standards, but also like, it's not lowering your standards. It's lowering your expectations yeah. for the nitty gritty. Yep. Because you can find, and she found something beautiful. Like, yeah, you're going to find a gorgeous dress. Like if you had free reigns of a full year or 14 months, could you have found something else? Maybe, but yeah. that's always the situation, that's right? That's always the situation. And she like, she's like, hey, well, this band wasn't available, so we went with this. And it's just like, you have to just, you have to settle your expectation for what you really want everything to look like. So I think knowing that is a big one so if you're just like i really want to make the summer and i really want all these vendors mm, you have to be more flexible if you want a shorter timeline you have to be flexible that's the name of the game if you have uh if you're getting married 2025 early 2025 or summer 2025 then you should be rocking up and shopping with us and having that time to discover your silhouette and like giving yourself and making peace with the amount of time you have so when you settle on your date trust the people trust the vendors who you reach out to like you're going to be shell-shocked by some people's lead times yeah and some people's like 
cost. I think that a big part of what uh, I did first was sit down and talk about what was important to myself and what was important to my partner. Yeah. And then that was where most of the money went. Okay. So it That's was a good third point. That was, yeah. it was one of those things where I was just like, you have to like, so set your date, make peace with your time and then set aside what's important because yeah. in the end, like for me, obviously my dress was super important. A bunch of my budget went to that and florals were also important to me, but things that like, like stationary wasn't, you know, yeah. like we, so we designed our own thing. Offensive. Sorry. <laughs> Like it wasn't, it wasn't, I took advantage of my very good friend Adele and she did all the design for me and she probably sweat her dick off for like a whole eight months while we, she's like, we need to print it now. Um, No, there's just certain things that if you know that it's really important to your partner, then you make extra, like it's really important that he has, I don't know, the late night truck and it's going to cost a chunk, but it's part of where you met or something, whatever it is. The same way when you rock up for your dress and you're like, this isn't super, super important to me, you're going to you're not going to break budget. Or if you're like, okay, I really, really have a very particular vision. I want, I want a little wiggle room in case what I really want costs more. Yeah. So I think that you have to keep in mind the same thing with florals. If you have like, if it doesn't really, really matter to you, then you can continue to impress that on your florist to be like I want something really simple like please keep that in mind that like we want things that are in season or whatever yeah so remember your wiggle room with things that are really important and that includes your dress because if you have a particular vision and you're really disappointed that your budget doesn't get you there then you have to have priority to have flex and if you don't then we can make whatever budget work it's just you have to flex your expectation of that yeah and I think when you're talking there like I just started thinking that you know, obviously, like, we operate in this, like, wonderful bridal bubble where in our perfect rose-colored glasses, everybody is the most excited to go wedding dress shopping and and that that is, like, the pinnacle of the, the wedding planning. But there are a lot of people that we meet and that come in that the wedding dress isn't the be-all, end-all, yeah. which is totally fine, too. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't need you to, like feel like you have to think this is the you don't greatest have to cry like, yeah like I think like that that's just like it's some people it's just another garment and it's like they do want something like particular they want something thing but it's not the that like maybe to them like the florals are more important or the, the like dj or like whatever it is which is totally fine like we don't need you to come in here like feeling and if you do come in here guns a blazing like we've got the consultant for oh, you we will match your energy <laughs> don't even worry about it yeah but I think that's that's a really really good point to make because some some girls come in and they're just like I just want to feel comfortable and yeah. beautiful and I don't have any expectations and I don't have a lot of time and that's like those are all good things to tell your consultant right off the hop because that it, she's doing the categorization in her mind like the rolodex of what's available to you and what your what your needs are we're there to like meet your needs so prioritizing what's important making peace with your time booking a friggin' venue yeah do it Love good it. luck to you and we just released our 2024 newly engaged babes guide to wedding dress shopping <gasps> yeah it has a lot of tips and like um, terminology and like a bunch of stuff in there so it's free download it before your appointment read it and then come see us win 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 okay last thing I want to talk about today is something that we've like had on our list of like podcast ideas for <laughs> a while um and it's this idea of 
a bridal imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. like having an imposter syndrome as the bride. And I read this article and Jess laughed at me and was like, did you write the article? And I was like, <laughs> I did not. I specifically searched it out because I'm like, other people have to feel the way that I felt. And um, I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was psychology today. I can't remember where it Probably. was. Probably. I think it was. Yeah. And uh, it was talking about this idea that as somebody getting married, you have this like imposter syndrome that comes from the added attention towards you that you feel like in my case, like I felt very unworthy of the attention. Like I'm like, I'm just another person like getting married. Like other people are getting married this year. Like you can like, like I don't need to have a bridal shower. Like other people are getting married or like whatever. That person's getting married first. Like we should do their things first. Yes. Yeah. Like I, or like, I don't want to steal their light. And it was like intentionally playing small during my bridal era to make people, other people feel bigger, but, but not with them needing me to feel bigger. Yeah. I don't think it was like, it's more, it's an internal thing. It's definitely not an intention where you're like, okay, well that so-and-so is, is doing this. So like, I can't do that. It's more like, I feel like I don't, I, I, I don't want that because I don't feel like I need it. And I, and should I need it? Should I want it? Should I, should, and like, is, is everyone doing that? Or like, you know what, maybe I'm not that bride. Maybe I'm not this. And it's like, you don't have to, you don't have to identify as a bride if you don't want to. Like if you just want to keep it real simple, like, and your favorite word is no, like you have to tell your mom-in-law that you don't want to have a shower and for the right reasons, obviously. But like that's the whole thing is, is that this wedding should be about you and your partner. But I will, I think there's a lot of validity to every imposter syndrome. Um, And I think it's an awareness of lots of personal issues, but it's, it's something of like, if you can, if you can call it out, you can enjoy the bridal process a lot more. For sure. Because you, just like we were saying in the beginning about like someone having a hard year and someone having a great year, yeah. there's room for both. And it is, there is room to lean into what you want and you should be celebrated and your relationship should be celebrated. I think that's the coolest thing about a wedding. And that was what was, what I was most excited about is like everybody in this room loves both of us. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's the only time that this is going to happen. So you did not lean into your bridal era and I did. And I have not don't saying that I'm super arrogant because I have imposter syndrome in a lot of areas in my life. Um, definitely as a business owner, always as a business owner and as a leader in this company. And when people, I don't think you guys know that you wake up every morning and you're like, how do people trust me to do these things? Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> so I think that there's, I, but I think that there's a leaning, I can be aware of that and still lean in. So yeah. I think that with, bridal era I did not have this imposter syndrome because uh Colin and I had been together for like 10 plus years and it was like a finale like I was like finally like I was like yes I finally get to have it I've wanted it for so long so I never really even batted an eye and I was like yeah I'm a bride yeah yeah I'm gonna go to Greece for my bachelorette yeah I'm gonna have eight bridesmaids what's it to you like I think that there was but also being cognizant of the fact that like we were in such a cool situation where we got to celebrate together yeah and I'm hope that my like big wake of energy brought you along with it to celebrate it a little more because um I think that anyone who's met Adele doesn't celebrate herself nearly enough and (laughs) it was it was cool to be like hey like let's celebrate this together make it it's fun it's supposed to be fun and I think that there's a lot of pressure so if you're feeling that way you're definitely not alone there's pressure to perform as a bride there's pressure to say things as a bride speeches appearances like how you look yeah which we're gonna get into 
very, very shortly. I am mm-hmm. so excited for that episode. Um, yeah, I think that there's so many pressures. And I think those pressures create the imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. That you're like, well, I can't live up to it. So I'm like, I'm not a bride. I don't feel like a bride. Yeah, it's like, what does that mean? Yeah, like, nothing. what does that mean? Anybody can be a quote unquote bride. You can do. And we have that when girls come in. And they're shopping for a dress and they'll be like, I just like, I don't really like the attention on me and I don't want to feel like Or how am I supposed to feel? Like, what am I supposed to? Yeah, like looking for validation that they're like, do I know that this is the one? And like even the idea of like a dress being the one plays into that like Mm -hmm. imposter syndrome that you're like, oh, I don't know if there's like a dress made for me for whatever reason. And like there is a hundred percent your dress somewhere. Mm Um, hopefully it's at the modern bride, but if it isn't, okay too. <laughs> we still love you. Yeah. But like, I think this, this idea is something that we need to hopefully help to eradicate. And I have some marketing ideas on how oh. we do that. Yeah. I think if you can't eradicate it, then you should be friends with it. Yes. And you just need to, and you need to give yourself, grant yourself the grace always to be okay with it. Like mm-hmm. I was, okay. I don't regret not leaning in more Mm -hmm. I think I can honestly say that but you did cause yourself a lot of internal turmoil a hundred percent like the yeah processing it over and over and over and over again yeah absolutely I think that that's what I regret the like how much I cared about it and I think um Mel Robbins did a diary of a CEO at the beginning of December and if anybody listens to that podcast you know how good of an episode it was but she like has her like let them theory where it's like if somebody thinks like you're being obnoxious as a bride like let them think that like yeah. who cares like doesn't change why anything. would that ever yeah, yeah. so if, it's just like not that's... harming anyone in the process then what's the t- yeah and usually like their thing is coming from like a space of like jealousy and mm-hmm. like I think like we and we'll talk again about it again in when we talk about like bridal and body image and stuff but like this idea that like we were in a generation from a generation where like you play coy and like Mm -hmm. that's part of you being and you have to look the best you've ever looked on your wedding day yeah and like we are trying to reshape this idea of being like modern women and like modern people getting married and like to have this like idea that you can just like your bridal era can be like whatever you want it to be grant yourself the grace the imposter syndrome doesn't need to happen that's your inner saboteur talking yeah like that person, like you said, is ruining your enjoyment of your bridal era. Yep. But your inner saboteur is being like, hey, you don't actually deserve this. Let's think about it a little bit longer. Yeah. And if it's something like literally like say it's you having a bridal shower, which we both didn't have bridal showers, but like say you were having a bridal shower and I was like, oh, well, like I want just to have a bridal shower. I don't want to have a bridal shower. Yeah. Like, whereas if I asked you like, are, are you okay if we both have bridal showers? you be like yeah why, yeah, why are you asking me <laughs> yeah like that's really weird yeah this conversation end like it's just it's funny but like in my head I would have been like no 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 I can't because that's like asking the same people to come celebrate me that just celebrated Jess yeah so don't do it but if you do it call us yeah we can help you through it because yeah. we have been there pals <laughs> so we are going to end that episode like we always end the episode with a question from you um these questions come to our emails. So if you want to email us, email us at media at tmodernbride.com, any of your questions, or you can always send us a DM too. Um, everything obviously remains anonymous unless you want us to like say your name. <laughs> and in that case, I just want you on the podcast. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, but this one is, so I had a, f- hi TMB. So I had a falling out with one of my quote unquote best friends. 
that sucks. She was getting married. Um, we had the falling out before she talked about bridal party. So I don't know if I was ever going to be in it, but my thought is I probably would have been maid of honor or at least a bridesmaid. Um, so she has since asked me to not attend the wedding. Isn't that the same as just not giving her an invite? Never mind. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe you're banned. You're banned from my wedding. Yeah. Or maybe she sent her an invite and then said, don't. Oh, maybe. Okay. Come. Maybe after it got like worse. Maybe. Ooh, ooh. Okay. This is spicy. Keep going. Yeah. Am I the bee for showing up to the wedding even after the bride said she didn't want me there? Yes. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Um, sympathies to your lost friendship. I've been there. Um, yeah. I don't. Again, the parameters around it. My first, obviously, response is yes, you are the B for going there, even though people ask you not to. If you were like a sister, then I would be like, yeah, go because you're family. You, she yeah. can't ban you. Yeah. And if you were close, like right up until. But again, maybe you slept with her husband to be right like you never know what the yeah. parameters are yeah i feel like we need more details on this mm -hmm. before we can truly commit to but i do I feel like if she intentionally asked you not to be there you kind of have to respect her wishes but like also my thought is why would you want to be there if people have said that you're not like they don't want you there yeah why would you go like i just obviously you're going to make a scene yes obviously you're going to stir up the shit kick out the dust none of us are above that no but. no no but maybe you sit this one out this is someone's wedding day and i would be as the bride there's so many things that happen on that day where you're like it's fine it's fine and you let it go and if someone showed up when i told them not to be there that would probably be the straw and i would probably lose it yeah because there's just lots that happens on your day and this is for to prepare you guys that just is disappointing like there's things that you just have to like let it go you gotta like oh for sure water off a duck's back and just be like it's fine it's happening it is what it is but if someone if i intentionally was like i really don't want this to happen the same way you tell the dj i don't want to hear the macarena and they oh. play the macarena you're like what the fuck yeah and that's how i would feel if somebody i asked specifically and if i if i asked them in a nice way you definitely have to respect that maybe you guys are constantly fighting and she was a b the way she asked you but you definitely need to respect that's an event like it's yeah. private. <laughs> I'm going to put up a poll on Instagram when we post this. I want to know what people think. Um, also, what is a duck in a back? What did you just Water say? off the duck's back. It's like how you let things go. It's because uh, water beads off a duck. It doesn't like absorb it. Like Ew. their feathers are have are a little bit oily so they don't get wet. So they're oh. so water off a duck's back. 2024, the year we let the water roll off the duck's back. Yeah. Let it go. Happy New Year, pals. Let them. <laughs> Let that water bead. All right, we'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> Bye. Bye.